Good morning, Breadcom is Manila. Binabati ko po kayo, especially yung mga first-time listeners natin. Ako si Aldrin and I am serving as one of the pastors in this church. Ang pangalan ng church ay Bread from Heaven Community Church in East Manila. At alam ko mahaba yun, so it's Breadcom East Manila for short. Welcome po. We're always uh, gathering every Sunday ng 10 in the morning at uh, welcome po kayong lahat to listen and to join us as we worship from our homes. Doon po sa binasa sa natin, ang striking po sa akin ay yung verse 10. Bakit? Uh, kasi I really admire Joshua. Um, I think nagawa niya talaga yung task na pinapagawa sa kanya ni Lord. At nung time niya, talagang yung mga tao ay kilala si Lord at nagsuserve kay Lord. Not just during his time, pero even nung namatay na siya, yung mga elders or tribal leaders who outlived him, no, continue to serve the Lord. And the people were serving the Lord. Kaya lang nung lumipas na yung generation ni Joshua, ayon verse 10. Parang nawala na lang bigla ng ganon, parang bula, no? yung mga pinaghirapan ni Joshua at ng mga leaders. Kasi in verse 10, ang sabi dito, merong bagong generation of people who did not know the Lord and His works. So, very successful. And then, all of a sudden, biglang nag-take ng downturn yung story at ang malungkot, itong hindi lang isang tao o isang grupo, pero the whole generation, according to verse 10, did not know the Lord. So my question is, and I'm sure ito yung uh, gustong i-communicate ng passage sa atin, how well do we know our God as a community? Ito po yung pag-uusapan natin. How well do you know God? How well do we know God as a community? Um, ano kaya yung naging problem? Bakit kaya pagdating sa verse 10, biglang nag-take ng downturn yung story? Wala ni isa doon sa susunod na generation ang nakakakilala sa Panginoon. What was the problem? I think, although I really admire Joshua at magaling yung leadership na, I think there are limitations within the leadership. Siguro yun yung isang problem, no? Isang, reasons, isang reason why people didn't know or the next generation didn't know um, the Lord. It's because of the limitations within the leadership. Of course, magaling nga sila. Joshua is an amazing leader. Pero tao lang din siya. No? Siguro, na-focus sila masyado doon sa, according to verses 7 onwards, sa pag-inherit ng land. No? Si Joshua na-focus doon sa pag-inherit ng promised land. And then they were serving the Lord. Pero nakaligtaan nila na kailangan nilang alagaan, hindi lang yung generation nila, kundi yung susunod na magiging generation. 
nakalimutan nila na dapat merong next in line na mga leaders. The fact na walang next in line, walang uh, nag-transition into leadership kapalit ni Joshua, uh, signifies na meron silang gap when, when it comes to you know, thinking for the future. No? Another, another reason kung ba't nagkaroon ng problem na ganito probably is yung biblical illiteracy. So, yung una, limitations within the leadership, yung pangalawang nakita ko is biblical illiteracy. Bakit ko sinabi yun? Well, kung hindi kilala ng next generation si God, hindi nila narinig yung works nila ni God, I mean. Then surely, <clears throat> siguro walang nag-asikaso o walang nagturo sa kanila. Eh ang sabi pa naman sa Deuteronomy 11, verse 19, ang sabi doon, You shall teach them to your children. No, yung mga commandments ni God, you shall teach them to your children. Talking of them when you are sitting in your house and when you are walking by the way and when you lie down and you rise. In other words, sa kanilang uh, paggising, sa kanilang paghangout, sa mga anak nila, sa kanilang pagtuturo, kailangan nilang ituro yung word ni God, yung commandments ni Lord. At siguro na-focus sila Joshua at yung leaders doon sa pag-conquer ng land, sa pag-takeover ng land, no? na nakaligtaan nila yung importance na ipinapangaral nila yung Biblia o yung salita ng Diyos. No? And as a result, anong nangyari? Of course, the next generation didn't hear about this God whom Joshua and the people are serving. And one last reason why the next generation didn't know the Lord, I think is because there's a division within the community. Merong generation gap between the generation of Joshua and yung generation na susunod. <clears throat> Meron doon gap. No? Nakafocus yung generation nila Joshua doon sa kanilang time, sa kanilang generation. And they didn't realize that they need to prepare the next generation. So yun yung mga naging problem, I believe. That's why in verse 10, ang sabi, a whole generation did not know the Lord and His work. Kasi merong biblical illiteracy, merong uh, division within the community, and of course, yung limitation ng leadership. So, what was the result? Nag-decline yung kanilang knowledge of the Lord, nawala, humina yung pananaw nila sa Diyos, yung paniniwala nila, pananampalataya nila kay God. They didn't hear about it. And eventually, parang naging non-existent na yung kanilang pananampalataya. And um, what happened? May isang quote na, I know, maybe some of you, you know this, kasi mahilig po ako sa Avengers. No? If you remember, 
si Loki, meron siyang sinabi doon sa mga tao, ang sabi niya, you were created to be ruled. No? And I think in some sense, merong truth doon. Kasi all of us were created by God for Himself. We were all created, hindi para ibuli o apihin ng isang dakilang Diyos, kundi para i-rule, pero ang rule ng Lord ay um, peaceful, righteous, just. At hindi lang yon yung rule niya, i-delegate niya sa atin yung pag-rule over the land, over the world. No? At ang intention do ng Diyos ay i-reflect natin yung righteous, peaceful, gracious rule niya doon sa buong mundo. E kaya lang dahil sa kasalanan, sa pag-disobey ni Adam and Eve, pumasok ang kasalanan sa mundo, lahat tayo, according to Romans 3.23, we have all sinned and we have all fall short of the glory of God. And because of that, um, may tendency tayo to rule over things uh, in a way that that is not righteous, wicked, we become tyrants, so on and so forth. No? And so, ang nangyari po dito, itong mga tao, they turned back against the Lord. So, because they were created to be ruled, we are created to be ruled by God. Pero itong next generation did not know about that God. What happened? They turned to other gods. We will see that in verses 11 2.15 they, they abandoned the Lord ang sabi sa verse 12 no? tapos they served the Baals ito yung picture ng mga rebulto ng Baals and the Ashtaroth and as a result the Lord they provoked the Lord to anger no? so they the Lord disciplined them because of their uh, rebellious the Lord um, allowed them to be captured by their enemies, to be defeated by their enemies. So, yan po yung result when we do not know the Lord. When an entire generation does not know God, they will become unfaithful, they will break the covenant relationship between them and the Lord, and as a result, merong consequences ito. Ang sabi sa Romans 6:23, for the wages of sin is death. Ang kasalanan, pagkakasala natin sa Panginoon ay may consequences na death. At itong death na to, hindi lang ito physical death, ito rin ay spiritual death. Hindi lang ito yung mamamatay ka, you know, physically speaking, pero spiritually speaking mahihiwalay ka sa Panginoon. No? Hindi ka, hindi, mahihiwalay ka dun sa, sa blessing, no? doon sa relationship with the Lord. At yun nga yung resulta ng sin. So ngayon, yung Israel, talagang sobrang naapi sila, na-conquer sila ng mga surrounding nations. Ano nang gagawin ngayon, ano na yung game plan? Ano na mangyayari? Well, surprisingly, the Lord has a remedy. He has a solution. 
no? to fix this problem of Israel. At anong ginawa niya? He raised up judges. When we say judges, uh, I'm not talking about yung modern day judge, yung nasa korte. <laughs> okay? Hindi ganon. Uh, yung term na judges can be understood as leaders or even saviors or heroes. So in verse 16, if you turn your Bible there, you will see that the Lord raised up judges at itong judges na to save them from their enemies. Kaya lang yung mga tao, they did not listen to these judges. Instead, they continued to follow and to worship other gods despite the warning of the judges na kaya nangyari itong tragedy na to sa ating bansa is because of your unfaithfulness to the Lord. They did not listen. They continued in their wicked ways worshiping other gods. They bowed down to them. They desecrated the one true God and they worshiped the idols, the Baals and the Ashtaroth. Yun yung kanilang mga idols. And ang nangyari, okay, every time na sila'y nag-worship sa mga idols, the Lord will discipline them. The Lord will let them be captured by their enemies. And then the Lord will raise up another judge, another hero, another savior to save them, to rescue them. And then after that, babalik na naman sila da sa dati. Parang naging cycle. Every time na merong judge, susunod sila. Pag namatay yung judge, babalik sila sa old ways nila. Magre-rebel sila kay Lord and they will worship other gods. And then, nagko-continue lang yon, paulit-ulit. The Lord raises up judges and then they will continue to sin after the judge has died. Parang yung nangyari kay Joshua all over again. Successful si Joshua and yung elders. Nung namatay sila, the, the people did not know the Lord, turned their backs to God. The Lord raised up judges or heroes. Nung namatay yung judge, they will abandon the Lord and serve other gods as well. And then other nations will defeat them as a result. Pero mga kapatid, from in verses 6 to 18, makikita natin, ito ay indication that there is a deeper need. Na hindi lang, hindi lang uh, yung rescue from their physical enemies or yung surrounding nations yung kailangan nila. There is a deeper need. Makikita natin yung problema nasa puso nila. No? It's not just, the problem is not just outside of them na merong mga kaaway na kailangan silang ma-rescue doon. Kailangan din silang ma-rescue sa sarili nila dahil merong kasalanan, merong wickedness na nasa puso nila. At again, ito nga yung sinasabi sa Romans 3.23 that all of us have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Ito nga yung sinasabi sa Genesis 3 na nung nag-disobey si Adam and Eve, pumasok yung kasalanan sa sanlibutan. And as a result, yung bawat isa sa atin, meron tayong tendency to sin and rebel against the Lord. And so, makikita natin, hindi lang ang, ang rescue na kailangan natin, na kailangan ng Israel dito sa story natin, ay hindi lang physical rescue from their enemies, pero pati spiritual rescue, yung 
kailangan tayong ma-rescue sa sarili nating wickedness, sa sarili nating kasalanan, as the Bible says. And the good news is, etong mga judges na ni-raise ni Lord, etong mga hero or savior na ni-raise ni Lord during the time of Israel, if you go to the New Testament, you will see that God again sent and raised another Savior, another hero. This time, not just to save us from, you know, the, the opposition around us, of course, kasama yun. But according to Matthew 1.21, when a woman by the name of Mary was pregnant, ang sabi ng angel kay Mary, no? you shall call his name Jesus for he will save his people from their sins. In fact, ang ibig sabihin ng name na Jesus is God is salvation or God is my Savior. So through Jesus, God raised another judge, another hero, another Savior and this time, Etong Savior na to, hindi lang tayo i-rescue sa mga oppositions around us. But of course, that's very important. Pero i-rescue niya rin tayo sa mga kasalanan, sa mga wickedness na nasa puso natin. Something na yung judges during the time of, well, the book of judges, no, weren't able to do. Si Jesus... He can turn the heart of stone into a heart of flesh. At ito po yung good news, brothers and sisters. Gusto ko yung sinabi ni Tim Keller in, in a quote. Ang sabi niya, ito yung good news. This is the gospel. The gospel is that Jesus Christ came to the earth, lived the life we should have lived, and died the death we should have died. Anong ibig niya sabihin doon? <clears throat> si Jesus Christ ay ipinedala ng Diyos Ama sa mundo upang i-rescue tayo sa papaanong paraan. Si Jesus, through His life, He showed us how to live. Kung papano mamuhay ng righteous, kung papano mamuhay in obedience to the Lord, hindi in rebellion to God, tulad ng ginawa ng Israel in the book of Judges, at hindi lang yon, despite his obedient life and blameless life, Jesus gave himself, died on the cross, even if he is innocent, he died on the cross, na supposedly yung death na yon, dapat ay para sa atin. Why? Well, again, Romans 6.23 says, The wages of sin is death. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So dahil lahat tayo all have sinned, so the wages of sin is death. Dapat tayo yung, 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 yung na-separate talaga kay God tulad nung nangyari kay Jesus doon sa cross when the Father told Jesus, or rather when Jesus told the Father, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? In a, in a moment, there seems to be like 
a separation kasi at that point in time Jesus is paying for or or paying for our sins and dying for the death that we should have died. So ang ganda po ng good news, yun yung ginawa ni Jesus. He lived the perfect life showing us how to live. And then despite his blamelessness, he died the death that we should have died. Dahil sa kasalanan natin, tayo dapat yung nagre-reap ng consequences na yun death but because God is gracious God is merciful He gave us a Savior He gave us Jesus Christ and by the way if you read go back doon sa book of Judges the reason kung bakit nag-grace ng Judges si Lord hindi dahil nag-repent yung Israel hindi dahil righteous yung Israel nag-grace ng heroes or ng saviors si God. Ang sabi doon, because he took pity of the people. Out of his mercy, out of his grace. Ganun ang pamamaraan ng Diyos. He's very gracious. He's very faithful. We rebel against him. Yet the Lord is gracious to us and is ready to show us His mercy. At nakita natin yan, the ultimate expression of God's mercy is the sending of Jesus Christ to rescue us, not just from opposition or physical uh, challenges, but ultimately for our sins, our deeper problems in life. Come to think of it, marami sa mga na pagdadaanan natin ay consequences din ng ating um, wrong decisions. Hindi po ba? Um, if I will, or if you are going to be given another chance to relieve your life, say 30 years ago, or 20 years ago, or 10 years ago, try to imagine that. How will you relieve your life? May mga bagay ba doon na siguro um, na-realize mo right now, mali, so tatry mo siyang iwasan. Uh, medyo babaguhin mo ng konti yung history mo. Itatama mo siya. Well, ako, I remember uh, way back, ang dami kong nagawang pagkakamali. Um, mga words na hindi ko dapat sinabi sa ibang tao that I still regret until now. Words na sinabi ko and because of that yung relationship ay hindi naging maganda until now even if it's like what 20 years ago well brothers and sisters the good news is this even if you have many mistakes in the past well in Jesus Christ you have been forgiven you don't need to go back to the past and carry the burden you know Well, none of us can relieve our lives. Pwede tayong mag-fantasize doon, pero yung nangyari, nangyari na. Hindi na natin matatama yon. But in Jesus Christ, there is a new beginning. Because He paid for our sins. He rescued us 
from the power of sin so that pwede tayong mamuhay ng panibagong buhay. Yes, there will be a struggle. Magiging perfect lang lahat when, when you know, Jesus returns and establish the kingdom of God here on earth. But right now, the Lord, through the gospel, we have this hope and we have this motivation that God rescues us from the wickedness and the sin in our hearts. And so we are forgiven. No? We are reconciled to God. We can enjoy a relationship with the Lord. We can enjoy the blessings of the Lord. All because of our Savior, Jesus Christ. So what can we learn from this story? First, worship or gratitude towards the Lord. In the book of Judges, the Lord saved the people of Israel despite their rebellion by raising up saviors, judges. Well, in the New Testament, the Lord rescued His people by sending His only Son. And Romans 5.8 says, While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. The Lord rescued us hindi dahil karapat dapat tayo or deserving tayo but because He is gracious and He loves us. And for that, we are forever grateful. We are forever thankful to the Lord. So He is worthy of a life of praise and worship. That's the first one. Worship and gratitude. Second, we need a more balanced leadership. Nakita po natin sa uh, Judges chapter 2, yung binasa natin, na nawalan sila ng balance. They focused on a specific task, pero na neglect nila yung task of teaching the word of the Lord. Which is actually very, very important. So sa atin din po, we need to be more balanced in our leadership. Hindi lang tayo magpo-focus sa isang ministry, dapat maging faithful tayo sa lahat ng ibinigay sa atin ng Panginoon. And then we also need to um, bridge the gap, the generation gap. Nakita natin to sa Book of Judges. And what we learn here is kapag ka may division, merong generation gap, no? may tendency for one generation to suffer. So, the gospel says that there is no Jew nor Greek, pero lahat tayo have been justified, have been declared right, and we all belong to the Lord. Magkakapatid tayo sa pananampalataya. So, the gospel helps us actually to bridge that gap, to love one another, to treat others as our neighbors, as our brothers and sisters in the Lord. And then lastly, we need to teach the gospel and we need to model the gospel. Parents, kailangan nating palakihin yung ating mga uh, anak, teaching them the word of God, evangelizing them, teaching them the good news about Jesus Christ. The more mature people in our church should care and teach the gospel to those who are younger, to the Sunday school, to the kids, to the 
to the youth. We need to teach the gospel. We need to share the gospel, hindi lang po sa non-Christians, but also to Christians. Also to those who are in the church because we really need the gospel. Kung hindi tayo filled with the gospel, we won't be able to teach the younger generation in our church. So it should begin with us. At tayo as a church, I pray that we will be a church that really knows the Lord. We know His character, His work, especially His work of salvation in Christ, and we have a relationship with Him. And I pray that in the future, we will not be like the generation after Joshua who did not know the Lord. I want to end my sermon with this question. Perhaps you are a first-time listener at narinig mo yung grace, yung amazing blessing, yung love ni God when He sent Jesus in order to rescue us from opposition and from the sin, the deeper problem in our lives. Well, you are invited to trust and to put your faith in Jesus today. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, maraming salamat po for saving us. I thank you so much, Lord, that you sent Jesus in order to rescue us. Hindi kami deserving, hindi kami karapat-dapat. Many times we have committed sin, we have committed mistakes. Yet, you loved us and you showed mercy to us by sending Jesus so that we can be rescued from ourselves, the wickedness, the sin in our hearts. Maraming salamat po, Panginoon. We are forever grateful and help us to follow you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen.